0: All right, so we're back uh, in the spare room at Wellspring Church, uh, leaning into our Able Project videos. Mm-hmm. We're talking about attend yeah. A disciplines, specifically Sabbath and solitude. Sure. And I thought maybe we start with just sort of anchoring it in the biblical yeah, narrative.
1: For sure. I mean, even thinking about like Genesis 1, right? So the yeah. 78 day creation cycle, sure. God repeatedly is saying, This is good, this is good. Mm-hmm. And then you have day 7, right? And yeah. this is well, the day beginning. 6 well, is when humans six. are made. Yeah, humans are made. Yeah. Yes, for in sure. In God's image. In God's yes. image. And then day seven comes, and this is actually the beginning, the first few verses of chapter two yeah. in the creation story, where it says that God, he sees all that he's made, and then he rests yeah. from that work. And that word rest is the word Shabbat, which is translated okay. as Sabbath, Sabbath or yeah. rest. And I think this is really important to kind of point out is that from the very beginning, mm-hmm. the creation story starts with, you know, you mentioned humans created on, on day six, yeah. and on every day, including day six, the the days end with there's evening and morning. Hmm. There's like closure to yeah. the day. But then day seven comes and we have that line where God rests from all yep. that he made. And there is no evening and mm. morning. And so biblical interpreters, you know, Jewish tradition, yeah. Christian tradition pointed out that what's happening here is it seems like day seven is meant to be like this never-ending hmm. rest.
0: There's an invitation into God's rest that doesn't end.
1: Exactly. And that yep. foreshadows what's to come at, you know, the last page mm. of the Bible. But it's this this divine intent from the beginning. Yeah. And that's like the first thing to point out. I think the second thing to point out is that, again, humans on day six are created, yeah. but their first full day yeah. in God's creation it's is a day out. of rest. It's a holiday. Yeah. Totally, yeah. right?
0: Which is also really different than a lot of ancient Near Eastern creation myths, Yeah. where humans serve the gods, and the first story of creation is humans are created in their first day, mm-hmm. they get to go on holiday.
1: Exactly, right? Yeah. And to rest and to delight yeah. in God's presence and yeah. to enjoy all the things that God has created i think uh other thing is you keep reading on in genesis 2 yeah. is that this is again before sin enters the yeah. world that humans are actually still called to work yeah it's true right 2. so they're tending and keeping the garden mm-hmm. they're invited to work pre-fall pre-fall yes yeah. and so in this conversation of rest and sabbath yeah we got to be careful that we're not just talking about like you know lounging by the beach yeah. and sabbath not is not
0: simply the absence of work exactly. But it's the presence of something a little
1: different. Exactly. And this gets at, I think, what can be helpful is looking at how I mentioned the word Shabbat yeah. in Genesis and that, 2. And that
0: word is used throughout the biblical throughout canon. The biblical, yeah, yeah. Throughout the biblical narrative.
1: And yeah. it's translated in our English Bibles in four different, generally four different English okay. words. And this is kind of like a helpful window into kind of what we're actually yeah. talking about biblically. Yeah, Because we're not simply
0: talking about, hey, Adam, stop weeding in the exactly. garden. Exactly. Yes, totally. Yeah. Right. For sure. And so,
1: there is an instance, though, where the word Shabbat is translated as stop. Yeah. Or cease. A
0: cease. To stop doing productive labor. Exactly. And I think, yes.
1: especially in our busy culture, this yeah. is a, a really, really important true.
0: word, for sure. Yeah. So, the first one's stop. Yeah.
1: The second one that is often translated is rest. Okay. And this gets at more of the Because you can of, stop without resting. Exactly. And this is super important. Yeah. I think we see this in our culture as well. Yeah. Where coming to this place of resting is about like our emotional, yeah. our spiritual, our physical well-being. Yeah. And of actually kind of replenishing and refueling yeah. to a certain extent. That's good. So this is the idea of rest. And then number three, this is where I think it really gets interesting, is this idea of, not the other two aren't interesting, yeah. <laughs> but this idea of delight. Huh. And so Shabbat is translated as delight throughout the biblical narrative. Mm. And this gets at really this idea of enjoyment yeah. of enjoying God's good gifts, yeah. enjoying good food, enjoying time with good family and friends, mm. enjoying God's creation, and not so just, it's not
0: simply stopping and like doing self care, exactly. but also like. Enjoy, do stuff what you love.
1: Yeah, what what brings you life? What what you know what you really riled up in a good way. Hang out with friends, like
0: have it be restorative but also pleasurable. Exactly. And just to
1: think that again, the book of James talks about God gives every good and perfect gift. Mm. And to be a person who Sabbaths means that we enjoy the good things God has given us.
0: And that's good because I think so often we read Sabbath in the Old Testament and we think, Man, God's asking me to do something Mm -hmm. else. For sure. And it's like, yes. Stop, rest, both good things, but also do something you love. Yeah, without having like
1: this kind of guilty sense of, like, I'm enjoying too much. This is actually a day that's meant to be in the Jewish way of thinking about it, the way of enjoying what God has given you, and to delight in that.
0: Eugene Peterson talks about the Sabbath as an opportunity to pray and play. Yeah,
1: that's good. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. And that's exactly, I think, this concept
0: of delight. The fourth one, Shabbat, is translated
1: oftentimes as worship. Hmm. And this gets at really the God-centeredness of Sabbath. And this is like indexing our minds and hearts and really our whole lives towards God. And so even sometimes in the Christian tradition, Sunday kind of overlaps with this concept a little bit. Hmm. And traditionally... A lot of people have tried to practice a day of rest yeah. on Sunday yeah. in conjunction with perhaps like worshiping, you know, mm. God, going to church, good. things so like that. So they're not
0: working. So they're stopping. Exactly. They're worshiping. And then the question is, but are they really resting or totally. are we? Yeah. And are we delighting? Exactly. Totally. Yeah. So, there's so there's the four, elements, four elements. Four elements. Stop,
1: rest, delight, <laughs> worship. Now, as the biblical story continues, of occurred where I mentioned the sin enters
0: into the world. Yeah. Eventually, God calls a family to yeah. be a
1: blessing to the nation. Well, even
0: before that, just to interrupt oh, yeah, totally, real quick. Yeah. So... When sin enters in the world, work also gets really messed exactly, up. Exactly, yes. So now Sabbath actually becomes even more important mm-hmm. in some ways yes. because of the toilsome nature mm-hmm. of work post-fall. Exactly, for sure.
1: And what we end up seeing is that the family of Abraham, who yeah. God calls to be a blessing to the nations, to initiate this plan of redemption, yeah. gets brought into slavery oh, yeah. in Egypt. Okay. And really, the one way to look at the Exodus slavery part hmm. of that story is really anti-Sabbath it's mm. anti-rest. Yeah. Pharaoh is having the Egyptian or the Hebrew slaves yeah. toil and work over the top. Yeah. And it's well, all
0: Moses th- asked for 3 days off. And they don't even Let's give me a 3-day backpacking <laughs> totally. trip yeah. and he says no.
1: No, right? And so it's a total rejection yeah. of resting and delighting and worshipping God. Mm. Now God rescues Israel That's out of good. slavery. Yeah. And after they cross the Red Sea, one of the first stories we get is in Exodus 16 mm. where they're in the wilderness yeah. and God is beginning this process of reshaping and reforming them to be yeah. the people who will delight in yeah. God's presence? Who will learn to rest and not go back to their old ways mm. that they had with fear? And trust in
0: His provision. Provision, exactly.
1: Yeah. So, this is the story in the book of Exodus, Exodus 16, where they're told to gather and to work six days to collect the mm. manna, the bread from heaven. But then on the sixth day, they're told to gather twice as much yeah. because on the seventh day, wow. they're to cease, they're to and stop. And that's like the they're first thing. Yes, it's one of the very first stories coming out of the Red Sea that God is wanting to shape and form them to be a people who live from a place of rest, trusting in God's provision. A
0: place from Shabbat or Sabbath that is not just stopping working, not just stopping gathering manna, but also uh, resting and delighting.
1: And worshiping exactly God. for yeah. sure, and then as the story keeps unfolding, there yeah. is that we actually get this explicitly stated in what we you know refer to as the Ten Commandments, yeah. right?
0: So these are the teachings that God gives to Moses and the Hebrews, mm-hmm. so that they know what does it look like to live in the kingdom yes. of God. What does it look like to participate? To
1: participate. And one of those Ten Commandments in the very beginning of yeah. Exodus twenty is to have the day of Sabbath, the day of rest. Okay. And so in Exodus twenty, we're actually told the reason why from the Ten Commandments, is that it's because it's anchored back to Genesis 1 and mm. 2 in creation. It's because God worked six days and rested on the Sabbath, yeah. so you two Israel, should do the same. Okay, And then in Deuteronomy, it gets repeated again, the Ten Commandments. Yeah. And this time in Deuteronomy chapter five about, the Ten Commandments in Sabbath in particular is rooted not in creation, not that it's rejecting that or yeah. anything, but it's actually rooted in the redemption, exodus. the yeah. exodus salvation story. Yeah. So what you have biblically then, this is I think fascinating, is that Sabbath is rooted both in God as creator, and trusting in his provision in yeah. light of that. And then also God as redeemer and savior and yeah. trusting in his forgiveness wow. and his formation of us as a people in light of that. Now, Israel. Is Israel
0: a, doesn't always do not, a great job. Exactly. At living right? into this. This so. is kind of a
1: typical pattern yeah. with, with what we see with Israel. And one of the interesting things is, is that as Israel you know, grows, becomes a kingdom, so on and so forth. One of the things, again, we have mentioned, they're called to practice Sabbath. And the trust in God's provision, yeah. they end up not doing that. Yeah, not very well. Not very well. And one of the main reasons—not one of the—one of the few reasons why they end yeah. up in exile later on at the end of the Old Testament yeah. is because you look back at the the prophets and even in the Torah yeah. that Israel did not keep the Sabbath. Yeah. And you might wonder, okay, so is God like a really stickler on yeah. this? Kind of grouchy? They about didn't this? stop. Yeah. Like yeah. What, what's going on here? And it's really intimately uh, connected with their lack of not participating in mm. Sabbath with some of the other practices yeah. of like idolatry and adultery and going after which get other into gods.
0: rest and delight and yes. worship
1: and worship right so it's so intimately connected with yeah. the story of Israel their ability to rest and trust yeah. in God's provision delight in who he is to yeah. worship and
0: trust him and these
1: other things of idolatry yeah. and adultery they and when they, and when
0: they tend to not sabbath or enter into stopping resting yes. delighting and worshipping they end up in idolatry yes. and doing all kinds of things that are just really
1: Counterproductive, For sure. And as the prophets look back and look forward, what they say is Israel is going to end up in exile. And they often tie the reasoning to their lack of ceasing to stop to hmm. practice Sabbath. Which, which is super interesting. Yeah. yeah,
0: and kind of intense for 21st century sure. modern totally. people that yes. struggle with it. But us. it's just part of the <laughs> biblical storyline. But yeah.
1: there's this hope and there's this expectation that God would come again. Yeah. And to bring rest and restoration yeah. to Israel and his people. And that's what we see. It's what we see in Jesus, right? Yeah. So one of Jesus' first public moments in his ministry is Luke 4. He quotes from the book of Isaiah yeah. and he says he's proclaiming the year of the Lord's favor. Yeah, which is Sabbath, Jubilee,
0: Sabbath, language. Yeah, it's
1: all that same sort of yeah. language. And so Jesus is inviting people to come to him. Yeah. And he see this explicitly later on in Matthew chapter 11. Come to me all who are weary and I will give you rest. Yeah. And so at the core to what Jesus is up to yeah. in the world, is this invitation to trust and to delight mm. in God's provision and to find rest yeah. and shalom, peace with him. Yeah. Now, that's Matthew 11 that I'm kind of referencing yeah. there at the end of Matthew 11. What's really cool is you just go to the next chapter, yeah. Matthew chapter and you 12. you have
0: a lot of first century pushback from totally. Pharisees. Because Jesus
1: has this vision, this biblical vision yeah. of what Sabbath is supposed to be about. Yeah. And he's starting to do things on the Sabbath,
0: like he's picking
1: grain, he yeah. heals someone on the Sabbath. And the religious leaders want, they're like,
0: you can't do that. That's yeah.
1: against, like, the way that we think Sabbath
0: is yeah, supposed to be. Because they're all about stop. Yes. They're, they're all, all about that about first one. The first one, right? So they want to have external boundary markers of what does it mean to belong. Yes. And they want to be able to point and say, you stopped. Yes. Right? Okay. You're okay. You're okay. And Jesus is like, well, but I delight in this. Totally. Or this is worship. For sure. For me. And he says, you know, the Sabbath... Was not, not made. Yeah, yeah. Not,
1: was the Sabbath was made for man. Not man, not from man the for the Sabbath. Yeah, yeah. Right? And, and this, that He
0: is actually the Lord, the Lord of the Sabbath, Sabbath yeah. for
1: sure. And so it's really cool to see that parallel with the end of Matthew eleven into the beginning of Matthew yeah. chapter twelve, because we get to see Jesus' sort of heart and vision yeah. behind this idea of yeah. Sabbath.
0: Yeah, that Jesus isn't functionally just about legalism. Yeah, for sure. Like, hey, just make sure you don't, you know, heal someone. Make sure you don't do yes, this. It's yes. not just a stop doing list, though. That's an element of it for sure. Uh, but that rest, delight, yeah. and worship are ingrained. And it's all part In of what it. does it look like for us to rest, Shabbat, uh, and be with God?
1: For sure, right? And as the biblical narrative continues with the, the writings of the apostles, the book of Hebrews really stands out yeah. here because the writer of the Hebrews is inviting the audience there and us, by extension today, there's that well, a couple times throughout the letter to really strive to enter mm-hmm. this rest that yeah. God is offering. Hebrews 4, Hebrews right? 4, sort right? of this
0: push towards, don't make the mistake yes. that previous generations made by not entering the rest. Make sure you enter, enter God's into rest. that rest. Go yeah.
1: into that invitation that Jesus has yeah. in Matthew 11. And so we see this story end with really a new Eden-like state, yeah. Revelation twenty one twenty two, where God's people are enjoying, amongst other things, yeah. the rest and provision That's and good. delight of God. Yeah. And so, you see
0: these pictures of worship. For sure, exactly. Yeah. So, alright, so we go from sort of the biblical arc to sort of the personal pastoral, mm-hmm. like, what do you think?
1: For sure. Yeah. So I think more on like a personal level yeah. for us as a family, you know, we're not perfect at it, yeah. but we really strive as best we can. And I mean that in the best sense of yeah. the word to practice a weekly Sabbath. Like yeah. for us, it's a full 24 hour uh, deal. Yeah. And so we try to do about Friday evening and just the rest of the day, okay. of Saturday and yeah. Saturday evening as well. Or for us, this means, you know, no work, no email, really are trying to be strict in the best sense with technology and social media and so that's kind of like the The stop stop element of that then there's also this like delight side as Mm. well as far as enjoying what god has given us and for us that's our family yeah time to spend together with you know my wife and our Mm -hmm. three kids with close friends and being outside doing things that we love to do as a family totally and in community together Mm -hmm. and so those are some of like, I think, the core things so the for us, and we just kind of have to integrate that yeah, with yeah. schedules and all these it sorts of things as yeah. well.
0: We, so, um, when Jeannie and I first got married, right, we had, we would take a full 24 hours mm-hmm. independently because we're okay. a little more on the introverted <laughs> side yeah. and just need that space alone, and then, not 24, we do like, I think we would do like morning to evening, do dinner together, okay. more like that. Sure. But then once we had kids, we'd sort of do four hours yeah. on our own, we'd rotate, and then one of us would be on the kids, and then we'd come together as sure. a family, yeah. and we're still trying to figure it out, but there is that component for us of stopping, mm-hmm. but also the rest component for us is a little time alone. Yeah, totally. So I might go, honestly, just sit like on a rock in the woods yes. and just be by myself, and then delight, doing things that are fun. For sure. Um, and some worship in there, too. But yeah. I think... If you were going to say to someone at Wellspring, yeah. like, hey, realize, you know, you go around a room, if mm-hmm. we did a survey on Sunday morning, how many people practice a, you know, a big chunk. Sure, like 24 going, what? hours. What? Yeah. I don't even care about yeah, 24, sure. like, yeah. just like five. Yeah, Like, for sure. a five-hour Sabbath, like, you know, it'd be pretty low numbers sure. because in our culture, this is a very low value. Yeah. Uh, and there's just always so much either distraction mm-hmm. or... Sort of push to accomplish or whatever. Yeah. What would you say?
1: For sure. I think the first thing I would say is start where you can or start where you're at. And so, what this means is that, you know, taking into account life stage, circumstances, all the different variables, start somewhere. Yeah. Because I think if we just have like this idea and this, you know, desire, that's great. But I think just putting into practice this means this could be like an hour, two hours, three hours, something tangible where even more than 10 minutes. More than 10 minutes. So, I think some duration of time. I think is needed, at yeah. least as far as like starting. Yeah. Right. So definitely more than ten minutes. I would say I'd try ideally two. I think two hours is yeah. Great two, two hours is great yeah. for sure. And I think even experimenting with maybe for an hour of that time, if you can swing it for two, yeah. turn your phone off. Yeah. And be outside or be with some yeah. friends or your family without your phone there. Yeah. Just kind of pay attention to what happens inside of yeah, you that's good. and adjustments and all those sorts of things. Yeah basic idea start somewhere yeah and so that will look different for different people different life stages and circumstances
0: and have some grace there for like sure. and I, I love what you said about like pay attention I might even encourage like journal after sure. yeah, yeah and then keep a record mm-hmm. so I did two hours this is what happened initially what I find sometimes especially if you're really connected to your phone and yeah. you take a break from it like you could have anxiety yeah a lot of people when they first take like two hours they don't know what to do with themselves for sure. yeah because they have disconnected from delight yeah Right? We get in this culture where we're driven and reactive by everyone else's desires. We've lost a sense of what do we enjoy? Exactly, yeah. Um, And so I think the delight piece is surprising to me how disconnected many of us are from that. And I think the invitation of the Sabbath, of the rest, is to say, it's not just about stopping, not just about resting, but rediscovering what do you like? What do you enjoy? Yeah. Yeah. God created you. What do you you enjoy about that? Exactly. And
1: to live into that, for sure. So the first thing would be to start somewhere. I think secondly, prepare. Okay. And what this means is kind of riffing off of some of the Jewish tradition. Yeah. There was a day of preparation. Yeah. So oftentimes there's a lot of, I don't know, busyness might be the right word, but there's preparation involved in. So that you can actually stop. Rest, right? So this means like making sure if there's things you need to button up with email or chores or things that you don't like doing, but you know need to get done. (laughs) Try to do that before the Sabbath or before you have that set aside time. Or also just being, I've had this happen to myself, distracted yeah. and not able to really rest and enjoy, yeah. because you know in the back of your brain, I have this, this, and this that needs to get done. Yeah. And they're probably legitimate things. Yeah. And so I think an element of preparation is super key yeah.
0: with us. I also would say there's an internal preparation. Mm-hmm. I think one of the great gifts of the Sabbath is to realize that like the world will keep moving yeah. if we stop. <laughs> For sure. And there's an internal and spiritual preparation mm-hmm. just to say to God, God. Like, you're God and I'm not. For sure. I'm going to take a day off because I know you got it. Totally, yeah. And I think there's an internal entering in that recognizes God is God. We are not. We're the creature. Created on day six. Invited into God's rest. Yes. Um, And I think there's a preparation there that's important.
1: Mm -hmm. For sure. I think kind of lastly, and this kind of ripped off this a little bit already, is really paying attention to technology. And then if you're on social media, social media in particular, and just how that can be... A, a gift to a certain extent, yeah. but also can be really detrimental yeah. to our ability to rest. Yeah. And so what habits, practices, boundaries do you need to have in place yeah. to make sure you can truly rest?
0: Yeah. What is your digital stop doing list? Exactly. And I think yeah. that's
1: super important. I know for me, it is almost next to impossible to actually rest if my phone is on or notifications are coming that's through. Good. And yeah. so I need to have some limits, some boundaries with yeah. that. And that might look different for someone else, but I think really taking an honest, genuine look, yeah, what does good. that look like for you? With yeah. the, uh, digital technology.
0: That's good. Yeah. yeah, whether it's social media, email yeah. via phone, text. Yeah, uh, it could be any kind of work notifications. Yeah, uh, it could be different apps. Apps totally. Like yeah. video games, screens, movies, things. like all that stuff. Of like, what does it look like to enter into this space where we stop, mm-hmm. but we also really rest? Exactly. Because yeah. I do think there's a distraction element that For screens sure. provide us that often is not really restful. Exactly, yeah. So that's good. Thanks, man.
1: Awesome.